big spoilers are ahead. We're going to ruin the movie if you haven't seen it. We're going to ruin all the Phase 4 movies if you haven't seen it. All of the series if you haven't seen it. We're going to ruin what potentially could happen with Phase 5 because we're going to give our bold predictions and everything. So if you don't want your life when it comes to Marvel ruined... Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows, where we answer the big question, was it good? Today we're looking at Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, the movie that wraps up Marvel's Phase 4. I'm Ravi, and as always, I'm joined by my two brothers, Arjuna and Krishna. Welcome to my home. And we're... and, and uh, <laughs> Welcome to his home. And he says that because we're actually live, we're doing this podcast live in Krishna's um, mansion... Wow. That's mansion. That wow. way they don't know what to look up and, uh, you know. I don't have my address. Yeah, that's, my address isn't posted anywhere. So. I don't think your address yeah. is on the walls, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Address goes here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't do that. This is where you send all the fan mail and everything oh, no. terrible to. Oh, no. Whoops. Are you guys adjusted to the altitude? No, it sucks here. Really? I, I really don't like where you live. Wow. I'm going to throw that out there on this podcast. We've been trying to convince you to move back to L.A. since before you left. There's a reason. Convenience? Yeah, actually. Rent? Partially, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I mean, okay. (laughs) Before before we get into, like, Wakanda forever. Oh. You know, Christian is like, oh, it's, you know, his birthday is coming up. You know, Oh, that's why you guys are here? Happy 35th birthday. Don't tell them how old I am. Happy 45th birthday. 70th birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys. And Arjuna was like, hey, was it Arjuna? Somebody said like, hey, let's do a podcast. And then I said, oh, we should do it live because. Yeah, that was a great idea. Chaos. Yeah. And Black Panther feels like a really, Black Panther, like Wakanda Forever felt like a really good movie to do live, do in person. Because, you know, fun fact, our second podcast ever for Was It Good was Black Panther. 238 podcasts. Holy cow. Was it 230? Yeah, 238. That's a hard. That's a lifetime ago. It really was. Well, the first Black Panther came out, I believe, in February of 2018. Yes. Oh, wow. Damn. Okay. Who's president back then? (laughs) Don't. Donald Trump. Don't. (laughs) Don't. don't He was just starting. Don't ruin our stuff. Actually, no, he was halfway through. I'm really bad at math right now. Because it's 2018, he's starting 2016-ish, whatever. He's turning 2016? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. He's turning 2016. Oh, boy. He's turning 2016. <laughs> but I think oh, it's, wow. it's fitting that we are doing, you know, we're doing this movie in person live. I think it's a good, it's a good Does one. Does that mean this is our second to last podcast? <laughs> I don't know. And our last podcast should be is Star Andor? Trek. Oh. Do you guys remember do, our, our first po- podcast? I do. I actually remember it very Trek. well. I remember it better Star than Black Panther. Discovery. Discovery. My my answer was a no. We after all said, watching one episode. We all said no. Oh, wow! Yeah, and, you know and yet you kept watching. That's fascinating. I stopped after. You know what's two. interesting? Nice. Uh, you say you kept watching because it relates to this movie. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'll start with that take, and 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 I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying that kind of in a positive slash. An observation. No, more like. With this movie, with Condor Forever, I was super nervous going into it. Yes. For one simple reason. I don't like getting tearful and emotional in front of people. Yeah. Especially in a public place like a theater. Yeah. And going into this movie, I knew that I was going to feel something. And first of all, I want to say, fuck you, Marvel. Oh, wow. For making me feel anything that is... (laughs) 
really mean and cruel, and I hate that. But I mean that sarcastically. I'm glad that I did. And going into this film, uh, you know, I was definitely kind of like nervous and on my seat because I was like, what gut punch are they going to throw at me to make me feel something? Turns out they were like, oh, let's just give him uh, two and a half hours of uh, emotion. Well, yeah, I mean, we have to start with the whole the, ch- the whole Chadwick thing. Right. right. You know, Chadwick Boseman unfortunately passed away. Uh, and we've known, you know, since the first poster and trailer of this movie dropped that he was not going to be in this movie, that this was... This movie was very much going to deal with his untimely passing and then the passing of the character, which they confirmed, you know, pretty pretty early on in the process of this movie. So uh, that was present throughout the whole movie, uh, like you just said, Ravi, in terms of they didn't shy away from it. They didn't try and uh, address it quickly and then move on. It was, you know, almost uh, it was it was a central theme in the movie. The movie is about grief and it's about dealing with those who have passed and and going through that entire process and that is the that is the movie in in so many ways yes there's a a lot of other stuff to talk about in terms of some of the subplots and and everything else within the movie but at the heart of black panther wakanda forever it is dealing with the loss of this actor who went way too soon and we lost a beloved character uh as well from it yeah yeah you said it right after the movie and I didn't even think about this going in. So I was nervous as well, but I didn't really think about why. And then I think you voiced it right after. You're like, this movie had a huge checklist mm-hmm. of things it needed to hit and things to do. And if you look at the checklist, it was never going to be a perfect movie. No. And I think that's a great, I think that's a great way to sum it up. It, it, it has to deal with... Uh, Real Almost li- like real rebooting right. the character. You yep. know, if you just look at the story, right? Mm-hmm. You have to like, you have to say farewell to a character. You have to like, say create an origin story for a new character. And say farewell, not just to a character, to a man, right? Yeah. To a man who meant so much to the movie, right. to everything that it was about. It, it's impo- it was impossible to, to, to do, and they yeah. somehow still did it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I mean, you hit the nail on the head before we even got to the uh, opening credits, which, pff, pin drop. You like it was as still as I've ever seen a movie theater. Yeah, I was gonna say right this, when the, this is right like, when those opening like the, yeah, the Marvel right, which was just Chadwick. this was the weirdest. Like you know we're we're in you know Colorado, Denver, seeing this movie. So it's not like where I usually see films in L.A. where Friday midday showings or whatever are packed. Usually this was a fairly empty theater. But even so, even those somewhat. Pa- you know, half-packed theater or whatever, you still have, like, people jumping up and down, cheering, clapping, whatever. There was none of that. The entire theater was like, we're going to kind of go through this emotional roller coaster. We're going to be... Res-. Like, everyone in that theater was super respectful um, for what we were going through and seeing and everything. And I think that was... It's weird because, like, when you think of a Marvel movie, yeah, you think of, like, oh, yeah, there's the guy. They did the thing. There's the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Like, you think that a lot, not, like, this movie. And it's it's, it's interesting because, like, I think we, we talked about this a lot where, you know, Endgame came out. It went through an emotional gut punch where, you know, thank goodness Robert Downey Jr., from what I know, is in good health. And he's still, you know, he's, he's here with us. His character of Iron Man, we said goodbye to that character. Still an emotional gut punch. Um, but obviously not the same to what we saw here with Black Panther. Um, but even like that movie, like you're jumping up and down and everything. And, and that movie was very much like 
10 years of the same kind of formula. And then this movie comes out that's dealing with real world loss. And even though there were definitely some similar elements of the big battle and, you know, the, you know, the ups and downs or whatever, the lighthearted quips, the lighthearted quips, there. the lighthearted quips. I hate, I like, I can't even say this, but like, I'm so thankful the lighthearted quips were there because you needed, needed the it. goddamn emotional break. Otherwise it was thank like, God for Mbaku. Yes. <laughs> I mean, without him, it, yeah. the Winston, movie would have been too. Winston Duke knew <sighs> yeah. very early on he yeah. was here for comic relief. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was, and he embraced That it. was his role for Wakanda forever. Yep. He embraced it fully. Thank God for and that. And it was amazing. Yeah. Ama- um, you know, amazing performance by him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. I mean, you, you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. The fact, the fact is as well, it's like you're in a totally different state. Yeah. Totally like different group of people. And uh, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was. You're absolutely right. Like, like you knew it was going to be somber. Yeah. But good lord. Whew, yeah. That, that like, first ten minutes. I, I, like, and like you know, again, big spoilers here, right? The movie also like changed the formula to a degree where a lot of Marvel films end, and they have the mid, mm. uh, mid, uh, mid end credit scene, and then the final or end credits, you know, secret scene or whatever. And this ended with just a mid credit. Um, end scene or whatever and instead of it being something where it's like I'm Nick Fury and let's start the Avengers Uh, it was very much more like like it was very much like uh, perfect for this movie where instead of being like hey we're gonna tell you what the next phase of the story is or whatever it was a much better kind of situation where they essentially allowed the character of T'Challa in a way or the name of T'Challa to live on through, you know, T'Challa having a son now. Right. Uh, which what, I think what is a bombshell. Great. It was, it was yeah, a big bombshell. That was but, great. But did anyone else think, like, I thought the character, the, the child was going to be called Chadwick. I don't know why I thought oh, that. Oh. <laughs> that never, no. I don't know why. That was just me. That's two just two me on thing. the nose. Yeah, That's maybe. just a me thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think how they did it was, again, like a, a great way to, like, wrap everything up. I mean, this movie being the close to Phase 4, I think, is the perfect... Like, it makes sense to close that out with this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, obviously, Ryan Coogler has been doing a lot of press for the movie. And there was one interview he did where he talked about Black Panther 2 was always going to deal with grief. Mm -hmm. The original script had dealt with T'Challa dealing with the grief of losing five years of his life. Right. During uh, the events between Infinity War and Endgame where the blip happened. And so, like, very much so, this movie was going to deal with a lot of the aftermath of that. And obviously, the movie is completely reworked to deal with grief in a very different, uh, in a very emotional way. But that's just kind of, you know, it, it it's, you know, some of the, I think, the, the skeleton of that first script is still obviously in here. And some of the idea of what the movie was going to be about, you know. Yeah. Namor was, was always envisioned just to be the antagonist of this movie, you know, uh, and... We'll obviously get into Namor and that performance and the entirety of of that and everything. Um, but yeah, you know the 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 movie was uh, you know it really worked for me. I'm glad it worked for you. Just you, Adrian. Just me. Just you specifically. <laughs> obviously, being that this is an emotional roller coaster of a film, I want to know how you would sum it up in a one word impression. And I am going to put. A block on this you can't use the word emotional <laughs> or oh. emotion or heavy feelings can't do that yeah, yeah be creative come up with something unique and one of you go because i have 
I, yeah. I got I got one. Go ahead. I think I've already used it. It's going to be pin drop. Pin drop? Pin drop. Oh, yeah. nice. Because nice. it was just like, yeah, and that's the thing I'm going to remember about this movie the most mm-hmm. is just how quiet it was. Um, you know, for that intro scene when you learn that this is how they're going to deal with T'Challa's death mm-hmm. and how sure he's doing dealing with it, and uh, you know, and then the um, and it's just that it's just that Marvel, you know, the Marvel intro uh, card, right? And it's just Chadwick, and they don't have any music. It's just the images. I was like, ooh, it's the most emotional I think I felt in a movie mm-hmm. in a very long time. Sure. I'll say this: it, I've not felt this emotional about a film since Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, when Gandalf fell. Ooh, you know when he says like "fly" or not "fly." Return of the fly. King as well. Fly is it? Fly you fools. Yeah. Fly, fly, fly you fools. Yeah, I've not felt that way about a film since then. Like this will probably stick with me for life because of that opening and everything, which is just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, very Pin, pin draw. Pin draw. Yeah, damn, that's, that's damn you, Christian. It's not emotional. Yeah, it's really it's good. I, I'm not, but it makes you. I'm feel scrambling. Emotion. Yeah, I'm scrambling. What could mine be? Uh, Maybe scrambling. No, scrambled eggs. <laughs> no, those two words. Yeah. No, I'm asking. Can I have scrambled eggs? Yeah, I've got oh, eggs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I've not had any eggs since since you've come here. here. Yeah, I yeah. usually eat like four. I don't Great know source of protein. Talking about my diet, Junior. You're one more impression. I'm gonna go with aftermath. So the reason I'm gonna go with aftermath is we've seen over twenty close to 25 MCU Marvel movies. And a lot of them are very plot driven, you know, action sequence, action sequence, you know, stuff happening, stuff happening, stuff happening. And obviously stuff happens in this movie, but this is, this is, this is the first MCU movie that really takes its time and deals with something that is hard to deal with. You know, as as we've talked about with the grief of, of losing a person, um, that is just impossible to ignore and it's impossible to, to move past that. So, uh, I, you know, I, I commend Disney and Marvel and Ryan Coogler and everybody for putting the, the time and effort into that and really just having a whole movie of, of aftermath essentially of here is this big significant effect. And here is all of the aftermath to this singular event because everything stems from that. Uh, and I think this is a movie that did a great job doing that and making you feel stuff and taking its time and not feeling the pressure of we've got to do 25 other things. Uh, you know, they did do some other things, uh, but that wasn't like the usual Marvel checklist of, <laughs> you know, we got to set up 36 Disney plus series and four sequels and, you know, 10 other Avengers movies. I, just, to, just to piggyback off that very last comment, yeah. uh, I will say I am shocked we didn't get an after credit scene with um, Val's... What, what's the, the name of that team? with like um, The Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts. I'm, I'm shocked we didn't get like a Thunderbolts after credits. But I'm glad. Again, but I'm, I'm, you're right. But it's a taste thing, yes. right? In terms yes. of that was the right place to end that movie. It, 100%. To, to throw anything else on there would have felt superfluous and would have felt off. With this movie. It would have been the wrong tone for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Damn it. I Aftermath don't, I don't and have a good one. I really don't. I guess I guess I will go with the easy one, which is... Don't say emotional. emotional. Water. No. Oh. <laughs> water. Works on why, two why ways. Why would you say that? Why it works that? on two ways. Um, a lot of the movie took place in water and showcased water, and my eyes had water coming out of them. Water. And 
Here's a little bonus fact. I drank some water. Ravi was drinking water during the movie. Oh my, real quick, real quick. Our, our cousin Tashana is here with us. Shout out to her. She bought everybody bottles of water. Ooh. Because here, here's, a, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you're watching a film and you're trying not to tear up, drink water. It somehow oh, stops. You can kind of, you can kind of you like, can like just hide it. And it, like, it works. So, you like, know, I did notice. Oh, I drank a shit ton I of water. during like the most emotional scenes of this movie. I oh, heard. yeah. You opening your bottle of water. Yep. You, you did. Yeah, everybody. No, no, did. I stayed very still during the emotional ones. I was like this. I'm not going to move. If I don't move, 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 then move. no one will know that I am tearing up. <laughs> Should right we? Get, I, I wonder. <laughs> no like, maybe this is getting way off topic here because, like, I'm sure people are, are more interested in terms of, like, oh, the Easter eggs and general thoughts of the film. But do, do you feel like. I'm not trying to be like, oh my God, society. But is it, is it a thing, like. I said to you guys, like, I felt nervous going into this because I didn't want to tear up in front of you guys and in front of people, like, in a public place. Yeah. Like, do you feel the same way where you're, like, you, 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 you can't let your guard down in the film. Like, you have to be, like, I'm, I'm fine. Everything's good. I'm, yeah, I'm happy. I, I think that's, like, a, yeah! it's a societal thing for, like, a, like a lot of men in general, right? Right. You're, like, you're not supposed to, like, show emotions or cry. Especially at a movie, right? Like, wow, you cried at a movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I think that's like a little bit built into probably all of us. Oh, I would 100%, say. 100%. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm at fault for this. I've made not necessarily fun of Arjuna, but I will definitely like be a dickhead of a brother to him <laughs> and be like, "Hey, Arjuna, you tearing up there?" And it's like, uh, yeah. It's like I don't know. It's something I was thinking like going into because it, it definitely. You know, like I said at the beginning, like you're sitting there and you're just waiting. You're waiting. Like, what's gonna not trigger you, but like make you feel something? I don't know. Just an observation that I'm throwing out there. Totally. Yeah. Speaking of observations, observations, ob- observations, observations. It's been a long day. Yeah, it's been a long day. <laughs> I could do this all day. Really? Could you go back to the theater and watch it again then? Arjuna made a big observation in the form of a DVD chapter listing. Oh, boy. You should explain to our live listeners and viewers what that is, in case they're new. A DVD chapter listing yeah, was what's a, a DVD? rudimentary way of uh, breaking up a film. <laughs> rudimentary. <laughs> it's kind of like, like, you know, episodes in the series, like episode one. Or, but totally. instead, they had, they had chapters. It used to be that chapters meant something. I don't think chapters mean anything anymore unless it's an art film by Martin Scorsese or one of the other art farts. <laughs> art farts. Art farts. But Arjuna, um, I guess, is an art fart. So he came up with a DVD chapter. Let's he is an art fart. For this, for this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm an art fart. No, I guess you're not. I feel not. like to be an artist, you have to have taste. talent. And taste. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Humble much? <laughs> <laughs> but as I was Krishna here... Uh, is going to read this. I don't know what would be. No, No, actually, you know what? You're going, you're going to, um, um, Mbaku said it. Oh no. Where he, he said that Namor has the strength of a Hulk. So you're going to read this. (laughs) What? You're going to read this as if you're the Hulk. (laughs) This is a throwback to our She-Hulk episode pod, right? Kind of. Or maybe Mr. Marvel. We also did a She-Hulk thing for that one. We did as well. Yeah. Because the Hulk. Hulk's been referenced a lot in uh, a lot of MCU stuff recently. Hulk is a, the he's a larger than life character. He's like so. the only Avenger. Well, I mean, there's a Thor. Hawkeye, Thor, but Thor's not on Earth all the time. He's kind of he's actually very rarely on Earth, right? Yeah. So like, there's I mean, Bruce obviously 
Yeah. I guess he's the most famous living Avenger. <laughs> well, there's also Spider-Man, played by Paul Rudd. <laughs> That's oh, walking man. around. Oh, yeah. That For now. I have, I have a lot of questions about Spider-Man being known to the public. C- you know, considering that the Earth's supposed to forget about Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. You, you just blew my mind. No, no. The Earth, the people forgot who Peter Parker was. That's right. So, so Spider-Man still, yeah, Not yeah. Spider-Man. That's yeah. probably why people are like, it's got to be Paul Rudd. That's, they're going to reference or figure that out. Anyway, Christian. Christian's going to read Arjuna's DVD chapter oh, no. for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I apologize in advance, everyone. As the Hulk. Here we go. <laughs> the sun is dead. You don't mess with Wakanda. We're off a boat. Science, bitch. MIT, a safety college. This is not... Hulk, I'm sorry. <laughs> General, no more. Infiltrate the dealer. Find a supply. War. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Good God. <laughs> Auntie who? We're on a boat. Everyone lives except all the nameless people. The future king. I forgot what Hulk sounds like. <laughs> I was like, uh, wait a minute. Also, and so Hulk doesn't form like complete sentences. So, you know, you it's kind of hard to. You could have done uh, a loophole and just done smart Hulk. So you could have just sounded uh, yeah. like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. <sighs> I'm not smart. I, I Damn it. You're it's right. Fine. I didn't realize that until halfway through. So. Oh, I could have done smart Hulk. No, yeah. that was the loophole. That's a good one. I mean, it worked. I mean, I'm going to give Krishna's um, voice acting skills here a four out of ten. <laughs> It's a lot harder to do it live. And I'm gonna with a live give, audience. I'm going to give Arjuna's actual chapter listing. He, he threw science bitch in there. So, yeah. Uh, you, you get like a 7.63 out of 10. Is that your oh. best one? No. That you is gave your... me like an 8 last, week, last oh, time. Oh, wow. I've never. Have I? You did. You gave What's me wrong with me? Last time? That is. I'm, something's happened then. So, but something's happened. Maybe I've been replaced by a, a Skrull or something. Any any favorites for chapter listings? Oh, I think pitch. I think my favorite is MIT Safety College because that's a huge insult to MIT. Well, I mean, they said it was uh, Wakanda, like uh, like common school yeah. for them. Yeah, exactly. But would that makes sense, though, because remember, Wakanda's technology is just so advanced in comparison to the real world. Uh, speaking of like Wakanda, like the other thing I think I really enjoyed about this film is it was very much a geopolitical. Like, not thriller, but, like, geopolitical, like, this is what's happening in the world. And yeah. I thought it was interesting that France was yeah, <laughs> yeah. You think attacking. The French, you think the French are a little bit, you know, not thrilled with this movie? You know, I don't know. I, don't they, know. I feel like that's the butt of a lot of, joke, you know, American-made movies. So maybe they're just used to it at this point. Maybe. I, I, honestly, I wonder if, like, you know, Ryan Coogler and everyone <laughs> took all of the UN countries, put them in a hat, and just pulled a name out. And it just happened to be France. That feels happened like, to be France. That feels like the like a Disney note, though. No, like they knew that was gonna like. But why would you do piss... something to one of their markets? But, but France has their Disneyland Paris. Like you don't want to piss that market off. But maybe they're just like this won't be as negatively viewed here oh, versus true. like a different country, like England or yeah. Germany or America. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I bet there must have they should, been they a should lot have made of it, thought process behind. They should have made it Canada. This is the country. <laughs> they should have had Canada be the ones. No offense to Shauna. Real quick, is Canada mentioned ever in any Never. MCU film so think, far? Uh, is anybody random character? I'm sure Canada must have been referenced. 
There's, there's over 20 plus movies. There must have been one. Of them. I'm sure it's a reference in Logan or X Men. Because well, it's in the Wolverine. Old MCU movies in particular. I mean, isn't it kind of retroactively MCU now? Well, we'll find out. I mean, <laughs> with Deadpool 3, both Ryan Reynolds. Well, Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. The character of obviously Logan Wolverine is Canadian, so maybe there'll be a Canadian reference in Deadpool three. And Huge oh, yeah. Jackman. I mean, why would Huge Jackman? <laughs> yeah, all these American superheroes being played by Canadians or British people. <laughs> That's right, Everett Ross, played by Martin Freeman. He, he's British. Yeah, he ain't even American. Yeah, he he's has built, the weirdest. Bill Bo he has the weirdest American accent ever. Oh, it's I don't know. I don't know little, if it's the weirdest. Definitely a little like. I feel like Benedict Cumberbatch has the weirdest American accent. To be honest, Doctor oh, Strange. it's Doctor Strange. Both a of them have a kind of yes. Hugh Laurie has a weird American Hugh Laurie. Too, that's yeah. a good. That's a great. That's a great. Choice. He's actually in a new uh, HBO show, uh, Avenue Five, where he's a fake captain of a that's spaceship. Not new. Well, it's been out for two years or three years. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of new. Yeah. It's kind of new. It's new to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's new go. to me. There you go. Yeah. Who has the best American accent for non-American actors? Would you say <laughs> Tom Holland? Because he's British yeah. and he plays a, no, a, yeah, a, no, that's, a kid from Queens. Yeah, yeah it's not terrible. And it's uh, it, it, it's never pulled me within, out within the MCU. The, probably, mm, probably yeah. pretty good. Yeah, Rico. Before we get like you know into each character and kind of what they did and you know does it work? Doesn't does it not work? I I do want to admit something to both of you, and I don't want you to get mad, throw your mics down, and walk out of you know this this mansion that we're in currently. The mansion. The CGI wasn't that bad. Why would we get mad? I'm just saying it was it was actually it was really good. It was 100 100 percent better than Black Black Panther one. It's probably the best CGI I've seen out of all the MCU four films. Phase four. Phase uh, yeah. What I say? I think four. You are right. MCU yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. MCU four. <laughs> Put it this way: all the underwater stuff. All the underwater all, stuff looked ridiculously great. good. The blue skin, you know, it all was that was amazing. It looked great. Yeah. I, cinematography was top notch. Oh, the, really good. That was the other thing I was kind of like. You know, if the CGI was bad, like we've talked about this, if the CGI is bad, it takes you out of the experience because the sense of disbelief is ruined. And this film CGI actually was good enough that it was good enough that I didn't notice anything that really have, stuck out too too bad. Do you have a bad. favorite CGI part? Like it's a part where you're like, that actually looks incredible. Uh, okay, not I to be I not to be. Ones. I don't want to sound like a weirdo, but like. The design of Shiri's Black Panther suit, I thought, was top-notch. And that is CGI. That's not a, a real suit. I thought that was top-notch. Um, the battle where you have the... How do you say their names? The Talokan? 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 Namor's people. Yeah. Namor's people attacking the Wakandans in the sea. That also... like I, I would have thought that would have been really, really bad and or kind of ruin that sense of disbelief but it worked out really really well um everything just kind of worked which was nice nothing was nothing was black panther one where he's in tokyo and it looked so yeah, shiny that was yeah that was like video game-esque it was uh, very very bad it didn't look that bad to me maybe i'm in a minority there and i i think i think it was actually <laughs> somewhat practical effects but when shiri and oh how do you say Oko it? the general Okoye. When Shiri and Okoye are going to get Ironheart. Riri <laughs> Thank you. At MIT. In MIT. In, in Boston. Ma Cambridge. Cambridge, Cambridge Massachusetts. Where they, there's that action shot where they're all in their various vehicles. That looked really good, too. Like, that 
didn't feel forced. That just looked cool. It's like that whole sequence was great. But I also think part of that was practical as well, not fully CG, which is what you got in Black Panther 1, the first one, in Tokyo when he's running around jumping on cars and way too shiny. Yeah, totally. So are you guys impressed? Are you guys happy with what I just said? Sure. I, I mean, I'm not going to throw my mic down and storm out of my own apartment. Gotcha. So yes, I'm very happy. Oh, thank God. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my favorite part of like the. Oh, I, I wasn't saying this to like hear your favorite. I don't care about your favorite parts. I'm gonna say it anyway. Okay, go ahead. Actually, right when Namor is talking to his people, <gasps> the first time he's on his throne with his uh, like headdress. I don't know because it, it was like oh, when he comes a lot down, of the under the music. Yeah, that part's pretty and then he and he amplifies his voice. Uh, that whole part, I was like, I got chills. I was like, that was so well done. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, the whole uh, the whole thing with Namor and his people, I was just like, every time it came, anything around that came on screen, I was just like, I couldn't look away. It was it was maybe my favorite part of the movie. I mean, Namor like really showed up. Wow, actually, we we do have a we have, we do have a, a question or a comment here uh, while we're talking about Namor. Is was Namor? This is from Low Life, a uh, friend of the pod. Was Namor cringe? I have to know. No, Namor was incredible and you're watching this podcast so you know there's gonna be spoilers uh he doesn't die and uh so he loses a foot wing he he loses a foot wing yeah yeah i would imagine because he's a mutant yeah Yeah. he must have some type of healing factor you would hope yeah otherwise he's got a big scar on his back too yeah but 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 namor was the opposite of cringe he was so good like i couldn't believe how good you that performance so was. Namor movie? Namor Disney Plus I mean, I would, I would absolutely tune in. Like, good lord, it was, so, it was so good. Show, because we all know what happens to those budgets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would look. It would I know. Then you would see your bad CGI. <laughs> then the wings look, you know, be, fake. It would actually be Namor on land and just like living in like a town. Hey, that's so the you, 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 you undo all the, you know, so he can live out of water now. He's <laughs> yeah, he's got like a family yeah. on land. Yeah. It's a sitcom. <laughs> Namor and family. Oh my goodness! Real quick, so speaking of Namor, though, and, and like the idea, the idea of cringe before the you know before we obviously we saw this movie, obviously press there was obviously the premiere. A lot of influencers got to see the movie. Somebody on TikTok started this comparison between Shiri and Namor and Ray and um, Kylo. Kylo. Oh boy. Saying is it the same type of relationship? What are your thoughts? Oh, uh, no. man. I mean, something that doesn't matter. I mean, I, we've seen it done so many times, right? Like the two characters who are antagonistic to each other and they have Vice. common ground. They have common ground. They respect each other. They see each other's um, good sides. They see some of the bad sides. They have mutual respect. You're like, oh, this could be a great friendship, right? Uh, but then because of like the pressures of their people and family, you know, it forces them to take opposite sides. Sure. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it worked. Um, it definitely helped, sh- like, Shuri's, the characters, I think, arc in the movie. Um, so, yeah. It wasn't, I, you know, it was better. That part wasn't for me. Cringe, for yeah. me, it was better than Ray and Kylo, for sure. Yeah. I mean, anything's better. Yeah, a lot of things were better than Ray and Kylo. And that is our 15th reference to Star Wars. That Star is our Wars. second reference, I think. We, quota? we met the quota. We, we mentioned, yeah. The yeah, mouse yeah. is happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the mouse is happy. Arjun, did you have a favorite part or no? 
I mean, I, I really enjoyed a lot of this movie. That's I, I don't know if I could pull one favorite part. I think like I think just Queen just Queen Ramonda in general was just really cool, and Angela Bassett's like performance is really amazing throughout this whole movie, right? Mm-hmm. And you, the line that you hear in the trailer, you know, like I am queen of the most powerful nation, and I have no family, and like you know it's coming, but it still just gives you like these insane chills and just this insane amount of like holy shit like you are a an actress with like a capital a and like this is a crazy amount of talent like that you have right um and so like i wasn't you know we knew that sure was going to be a big part of this movie we knew obviously there was namor you know i and obviously she plays a big part in black panther but like it's an even different type of elevation within this movie like you could make an argument that she carries like the first hour of the movie in a lot of ways she's 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 in it a lot like she's she's in it a lot she's kind of like the main character like the main character in in many ways um and that makes like you know spoiler alert again for this movie her death you know in the movie wait what so emotional oh my goodness what right and, yeah. and really like takes you aba- takes you aback because she is really is is so powerful. So I just think like Queen Ramonda and Angela Angela Bassett's performance of that the movie was like just a, an amazing performance. So I would agree. So I would agree on the performance, but I also think it led into at least my biggest problem with the movie, which is pacing. As a two and a half hour movie, and it felt every minute of two and a half. It hours. felt like a four hour movie. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it was great. It was extremely entertaining. There are incredible moments. But I think a lot of trying to put Angela or um, Queen Ramonda's stuff in that first half really slowed it down. I wish you, you can not cut it, but like cut, you know, cut some of that stuff and keep it like keep some of the best, you know, uh, keep it more. I don't know. Succinct. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not like the editor or the writer, so I don't know exactly how you would do that. But it, for me, it slowed it down quite a bit. And that was at least my biggest complaint with the movie was that it felt long. No, it definitely, like, you hit the nail on the head. The first hour of the movie is very much whose story am I following? I'm con- yeah. I, Not that I'm confused, but I'm following a lot of sub-stories, and I don't know who is the main thing by the end of the movie you realize yes this is shuri's story this is her becoming the new black panther taking up that mantle and i think once you've watched the whole movie and you know that i'm curious about the second third time that i watch this film knowing that if it's going to stand out a bit more and part of that is you know part of that is like um i think how this movie was presented how this movie was marketed it was more like when the first black panther came out Chadwick Boseman is the Black Panther. He's your main lead guy, and then you have everybody else. This movie was, obviously, for obvious reasons, tougher to just flat-out say, this movie is, you know, the story of Shuri sure going story. through well, everything. It was also a bit of a, you know, they intentionally marketed it as a mystery. Of like, yes. Who is the next Black who Panther? Who is right, the next right? one, yeah. The first, the first teaser I dropped is you see, like, the, you just see the claw. Yeah. Right? And then the second trailer, you see the, over, but, the shot. Well, that's in the first trailer. With the butt and the claw. And then the second one, you see the Black Panther actually, like, descending from the ship. Right. So, they never, like, outright just said, said in the it, trailer yeah. um, who it exactly was. So, th- there was a bit of, like, the, the mystery box element of, like, who 
who is the next Black Panther? Did you, did you guys enjoy that? Like trying to? No. I, is it pretty? Is no. it pretty obvious? I, I think, very quickly, it's going to be. I think, be I short, think that was right? more of a marketing thing than a movie thing. Totally. Yeah. Like it didn't. Totally. It, that wasn't like a who is the next. Like that wasn't a central question within the movie. The addressing of the mantle not being there was addressed, but it wasn't like we need another Black Panther. It was just this mantle doesn't exist anymore because even before the you know in Black Panther one. Killmonger burned the plant, right? There was, there was no next Black Panther after T'Challa. Yeah, um, in a lot of ways. So, I think that, it, you know, I, I think Disney wanted to have that mystery because people like mysteries, but I don't think that was the movie's intention, and I don't think the movie suffered from that. Do you think though, like, Feige came out and before there was a trailer or promotional images or anything, Feige came out and said, you know, we're not recasting the character of T'Challa. And there was not a huge backlash, like, you know, anything crazy, but there was definitely a lot of, like, back-and-forth discussion happening everywhere. You know, they seemed like half the people were like, this is a good choice. Half the people were like, no, this is a bad choice, and here's my reason why, and here's my reason why. Do you think... You know, I, I would imagine that was a factor also in, like, leading into the mystery box as opposed to just flat-out saying, no, guys, the Black Panther's now going to be Shiri in you know wakanda forever we hear you but no like i think i guess they did it more as a way to kind of appease everybody if you will i don't i don't know about i don't know if they did it to appease everyone because you're right they were it seems like they were in a slight pickle because there's honestly there's good arguments to be made on both sides recasting or, or you know retiring that character because you have to um so i think I think I think I think Disney played it the only way they could. Right. You could not do it immediately. You can do it immediately because you want to respect that you know a, a real person you know actually died right. and that's bigger than any and, and, character. And in a tragic and unfortunate way. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, devastating way. Uh, so, I think it was smart on their part. It, it, it was smart on their part not to be like name immediately name the next Black Panther, um, and like Arjuna said, like. 75% of the movie is dealing with the loss of the last Black Panther. And then also, you're right. It wasn't like it wasn't like we needed Black Panther. It was like, here are the repercussions of not having a Black Panther. Mm-hmm. International pressure. Um, the appearance of Namor and his people and what that means. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Wakanda itself being like, well, what do we do? Yeah. We ourselves don't feel as united or as strong. Without our without without yeah, our protector, our protector right, yeah, right. and I thought that was great. That was that you're right. That was what the movie was yeah. from the very beginning. Yeah, and they didn't and the through line. They didn't try to sidestep that in any way, right? They they took that head off. Leaned all the way in. Yep. Yeah. I, I was saying this to Christian before we started. You know, Disney, you know, is a massive media conglomerate. They're making so much content everywhere. Unfortunately, you know, these tragedies are going to happen where. You know, actors and actresses, unfortunately, you know, that, you know, things happen, right? And it's interesting, you know, another big one that happened a couple of years ago with episode nine and with episode nine and with um, Carrie Fisher and how that all played out. And, you know, a lot of people kind of argue, and I still agree with them that, you know, it wasn't handled the best way, right? right? This does finally feel like this was the best way to handle it, tie it into a story and, you know, yeah, don't, Make, sh- don't shy away. Don't from shy it. away from it. Lean into it and like accept what it is. Like it is a tragedy and it will affect the real world, but then it also affects this made-up world that we've 
created that and we made, all I made it stronger. Yeah, you definitely know? stronger. I mean, yeah. you're, you're trying to tell human stories. Right. So, you know, you're going to have it's good and bad and sad and happy. And I'm really lean into all of the emotions. I'm very happy that Marvel did not go the way of, of Star Wars or Lucasfilm. Where it's, or Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious was like, let's use old footage to recreate whatever. Like I was definitely when Shiri enters the um, astral, pain, the uh, ancestral, ancestral plane, plane mm-hmm. I was nervous that when she was walking around the throne that the person sitting on the throne was going to be some weird CGI old footage of Chadwick Boseman. Thankfully, big spoiler, is Michael B. Jordan. Creed. Oh man, we're sitting there uh, being a jackass. I was like Killmonger. Uh, I I love which was a I nice love surprise. It was a really choice. good yeah. and, and and also that was a big turning point. Like that moment where she sees Killmonger, I was like, Shiri is fucking cool. What? Yeah, I mean, like I was like, I'm Team Shiri at that point because like she's going through so much shit. She wants revenge, right? She, yes. She talks about yeah. that from the very beginning of the movie. Yep. She wants to see the world burn. She has anger. Yep. That. Her brother is dead. And then that anger gets amplified by 10 when her mother is taken from her as well. And that this person that she was trying to work with and she was trying to negotiate with yeah. attacked and did all of this. So, yeah, it, it makes it makes complete narrative sense. And, you know, I think even right after the first Black Panther came out, people were like, will Killmonger show up in mm. two? Is he alive? Uh, I, I was gonna is ask he going to be something, right? right. And I was, I'm glad always, yeah. I was always worried of like, you know, is this going to make sense or is this just going to be fan service, right? Is this going to be Palpatine who was behind it all the whole time because... Dumbest thing ever, because, by the way. Because, you know, reasons or like, is there going to be, is there going to be a really strong connection here? And right. Like, this was, this was the strongest way you could do it. If, if, if Shuri was going for revenge, this is the character that represents revenge and rage uh, in, in every way within the Black Panther I, I I kind of I love what they've done with Killmonger because obviously you see him in Black Panther. I loved I I loved him in um, what if? Vision. What if? Yep. Thank you. In What If, I was like, oh, this is another nuance. He's you know, he, you you understand why he does what he does. You don't agree with what how he does what he does, and that makes him like very compelling. Um, and again, bringing him in here, and I loved it. It was like. You're more kill like it, putting it right there in front of Shuri. You're more Killmonger than you are T'Challa. Right. And I was like, yeah. ooh, yep. ooh. It's like, hey, yeah, like, hey, cousin. But, but here's the thing, though, that's like, not ooh. a bad no. thing. No, 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 no. It was, it was great. It was I mean, great. everything yeah. is in in moderation, right? Like, totally. He, he Killmonger was a real, you know, jackass in terms of bringing he up was an all, extremist in yeah every way. but he was also bringing up like everyone in her in in, in sherry's family's like their faults and like why they failed sure. yes. and why their actions led her to this point which sucks but it's true but it's true there's which, the elements yeah. of truth to it which makes yeah. it so much more impactful like when he was like t'challa was noble right right and i was like was too noble. Goose, not a, goose noble. he was too noble too yeah. noble yeah. yeah right yeah it's like uh Right, I love it. I love it when you're. I love it when you know story can pull in like what's supposed to be your greatest strength and then flip it, and that becomes right. a flaw at least from a, a perspective. For sure. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, it's good. So here's a big question: Sherry or Batman? Who's better? Both Bat- have Batman. Extreme loss. Oh. oh, I don't. You can't compare the two. Oh, no, yeah, you no, you no. just you cannot you can't compare the two. Oh. Like you have to say Batman because Batman has like 70 years of material. No, I, I get that, but what, I guess what I mean by that is... And also, they're just different. They could have done the cookie-cutter superhero goes through something bad and 
You know, oh, they could have done the, the standard thing of like the make you feel good, but like they decided like we're gonna try and push Sherry like over the edge a little bit. We're gonna try and they make did. her dark. We're okay. we're gonna make her go to Baku and say, I'm gonna kill Namor that and happened. you're gonna fucking but Exactly, which is great. But she doesn't do it. She doesn't but but up until the point of her not doing it, I didn't know. I did not like this was like one of the first like superhero movies where I legitimately was like Wait, is this going to end kind yes. of like yes. Scarlet Witch where she goes bad? Yeah. I like, thought she I was, little, I was, ner- I was like, nervous I thought when too, yeah. Namor was extinguished by the fire, yeah. I didn't think he was still alive. I thought right. like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they, 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 they did it. Namor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you're absolutely right. Like going toward the end, I was like, first of all, the cinematography for that last fight with Namor and uh, Shuri was like, beautiful i was like this is really cool. and also juxtaposing like the fight in the sand with the fight on the ship like sure. with the water and stuff yeah. i was like oh i love that um but like it was getting like really dark and like that last third i was like my warmer version is gonna be dark because i was like they're really pushing shuri like in that direction like where i think scarlet witch is a great comparison like yeah. scarlet witch is very uh, divisive, very controversial, because you have fans of Scarlet Witch and you have people who are like, no, she, you know, she's irredeemable. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, say what you will, it that's a that's a compelling conversation for a character, right? When you don't know, right? When it's so divided, I'm like, right? Honestly, you, I feel like you've accomplished something. When we you've had, done that. we, we're at what? We're at like almost forty years of superhero movies at this point. You know, starting way back in the '80s with the, you know, the Batman films. Um, 90s and you know weird oh, yeah, one-off yeah, totally. films here and there and then the early 2000s where everyone was making a, a movie that was all disconnected and then we're into the 2010s and the MCU and DC and all that stuff and it's it's very refreshing to kind of see you know they, they're taking risks they're taking these characters that are supposed to be you know somewhat idols if you will and making them human they're bringing them down to like humanity's Our kind level. of shitty level which makes them, to your point, like they're more compelling that way. They're more interesting. They're more interesting, yeah. You can relate to them more. Um, and I, I want to tie this into, um, what, what film director just said this? Somebody came out recently and was like, uh, Quentin Tarantino came out. He, he's joined the list of you know directors that are like, oh, he said, I've never comic seen. book movies are not film, they're not whatever. And I would argue, fuck you. <laughs> Go watch this movie, you dumbass. <laughs> like... There's just multiple layers. If you remove all of the superhero elements and it's just a simple, let's say, Western or, um, I don't know, a, a weird story that happens. Like in, a revenge story. A revenge story. That's what it is. And, like, that's good, interesting cinema. A geopolitical thriller. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Trade Federation. The Trade Federation. Where are they? That's all George Lucas wanted to make. I love it. George Lucas is the father of comic oh, movies. Oh, no. no. he's The father? <laughs> what? Oh, wow. He is the father of the comic movie. No, he's not. He's definitely not even close. Yeah, no. Yeah. But yeah, just to, uh, uh, I yeah, I, I was nervous in that last third when I was like, they're gonna push Shuri all the way, and uh, it's interesting because the movie ends and Wakanda is not in a great place, you know, like politically speaking. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so it's like even though Shuri the character didn't go over the edge, Wakanda the nation is in a very interesting place. And then obviously we get that that last scene with Namor where he's clearly got bad intentions, it seems sure. like. And, uh, you know, I, I, 
you know, it, it, I'm just so curious to see how that's going to play out in future phases. Like, what is, like, I can't even try and figure out how that plugs in with what we know or think is coming. Well, here's a question. Let's hear it. Val was featured in this movie. We know she will be leading a group called the Thunderbolts in 2024. The Thunderfarts. Are the Thunderbolts going to be going up against Wakanda? Is that, uh, do we know, is the Thunderbolts a show? It's a movie. It's gonna be a movie. Oh, it's gonna be a movie. Yeah. Yes. Or at least, at least, maybe it's gonna be like political thriller part two. And I think that's where it, it, it become like that's where phase the star phase five and going forward is gonna be interesting. You threw this emotional, not just a simple comic book movie at us. Not simple at all. You definitely started a couple of things where it's like, what's Val doing? What's gonna sure. happen to oh, Everett yeah, Ross? The MCU. What's Iron happening Iron. to the MCU? I'll say this right now and probably eat these words in 2025 when Thunderbolts come out. Like at this very moment, I couldn't give two fucks what the Thunderbolts are going to be doing. Like, it seems very like vanilla and like cool, whatever, do your thing. And yeah. Well, this, Uh, this lends itself. Like when we were talking about like Loki and then, um, Captain America and and Falcon and the Winter. Winter, Thank you. It, It we were like, it feels like very two distinct, parts of the marvel universe are playing out right we've got the we've got the space and the multiversal stuff then we have the the american government the geopolitical aftermath of the blip yeah and that's and we're still dealing with that which is great like something like that shouldn't just be glossed over in a movie i think that's great i mean i mean i think and it's the same thing with the introduction of this movie and what you just asked you i think it has to be about wakanda because literally martin freeman's character everett ross says what would you imagine if America had vibranium? And, and Val, Val like, Larry says, I dream about that. So I think, yes, it's going to probably be, I feel like Thunderbolts is going to be a weird Suicide Squad-esque thing where there's well, I mean, that's, that's the whole, that's, that's that's the whole, their whole bit. Yeah. I have a quick question. How, um, adamantium, how does that, uh, metal is work man in made Marvel? As opposed to vibranium, which is, asteroid made so here's my question so we got a another mutant mm-hmm. reference and uh val wants a vibranium like metal in the u.s and we, we know x-men are coming i think and so adamantium right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so adamantium you know you do you see where i'm going with that yeah, like I, mean, uh, I think i think yeah. all of that stuff's in play i think the mcu is always so, i like that is so smart about making the picture wide and large, right? Large so then it's like there are all these different threads that you can kind of pull on, uh, depending on how some of the movies and shows kind of shape out. And the MCU has always molded it based off of how does every individual piece kind of go? And then also the reaction, right? Because it is you know, it is a business for them. So we're like, if this movie and this show makes the most, right. we're going to pull on those threads more than like the ones that don't make the money and that aren't people aren't as interested in, right? So, quick question. I think a lot of that is certainly on the table. Quick question. Yeah. Does Deadpool ever join the Thunderbolts or team up with them in any way? I don't know for, in terms of how comic accurate that is, but maybe maybe that's part of Deadpool. But, but you have to remember, uh, you have to remember, we you can't look at the com like we are beyond looking at the comics anymore as a reference to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at uh, Namor's people. They, in the comics, are referred to as Atlanteans. Here, they're not referred to as Atlanteans. Which I like. You, Which wanna, I think you, wanna, is great. you, wanna, you don't want to. 
Like the, it's too close to the DC, right? And the, I'm not gonna well, lie, I, mean, I prefer, it's, it's I prefer, yeah, it's, it's, I prefer it's, it's, this uh, depiction of the Mer people, well, not Mermen, but like the underwater kingdom, the Talukan. The Talukan, thank you. Well, Talukan. like this group versus the DC's Atlanteans. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think the depiction this was, this was so much better. This is original to to the movie in terms of oh, the, their origin. Yeah, this was this was all not not the origin, oh, but okay. them in terms of being in terms of being. Uh, Mexican Aztec group. Oh, that's that. So that's new to the movie. Well, that what that's not that's not the comic origin, right? It's more of like gotcha. the traditional Atlanteans type of stuff that you. Worker on your question about Thunderbolts and Deadpool in the comics, if we're going by that, the Thunderbolts do kill Deadpool at some point. Oh. Yeah. So who knows? We got we got some Deadpool and uh, uh, and Wolverine team up action. We have a Thunderbolts thing coming out. We have Val who wants some metal. I want in the U.S. I'm sorry. Is she a mountain dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> you need to rework your whole character as Val. To be Val, you're trying to put a team a team together to get the strongest medal in what country are we in here, man? <laughs> in <laughs> DB. It's like a Val. There we go. I love it. I love it. We think you're just like some like dumb dwarf, and you're actually putting together like this geopolitical. Uh, for those who are. Don't understand what we're talking about. We're yeah, referencing sorry, a D&D campaign. It's a deep cut we, uh, that we started last we started night. yesterday. <laughs> Sir, a couple hours ago. <laughs> and we're going to continue with our friend from Canada. Speaking real quick, you know, I think one of the big things post, uh, you know, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, one of the direct implications is obviously going to be the Ironheart Disney Plus series that's coming mm-hmm. out. So we have our character, Riri Williams. She creates her Ironheart suit. It's uh, very... Red and Iron Man esque and looked good. Looked great. CG was good. But it uh, was it too good, Raffy? Maybe, actually. Why would you say that? Because the Wait, the, wait the, what? The, 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 Shiri says to Riri, hey, you can't leave with this. You have to start from zero because Disney Plus is a TV budget, not a movie budget. <laughs> so therefore you can't have an Iron Man suit in a Disney Plus show. That's hilarious. So sorry. Uh, yeah, I actually, I don't know too much about Ironheart, but well, I, here, she's influenced by like Iron Man, right? Like, so uh, in the co- so I th- if, correct me if I'm wrong. Similar to like Miss Marvel, which is Miss Marvel is a post MCU creation, if you will. It might be right around when the MCU I believe it's launched. right around the same thing, but early 2000s. Tony Stark actually takes in Riri Williams and you know kind of passes the Iron Man mantle to her in the comics. But obviously in the comics, Iron Man's alive. In this world, there is no Iron Man. My bigger question is like, you know, we got a little bit of a performance from Riri. Like we saw the character of Riri Williams. We know that she unfortunately has a father who passed away, who is, you know, a big, important piece of her life. She lives primarily, obviously, in Cambridge. She goes to MIT. She also lives. Well, she's from Chicago. Though. She's from she Chicago. Yep. She mentions being from Chicago. She says to Shuri, hey, are you going to hit me up in Chicago sometime? She's like... Not just yet, but maybe in your show. <laughs> in your TV show, I will show up in the after credit scene because we shot it when we were shooting this movie. <laughs> maybe. Wow. But I guess the question though is like, are you compelled to see Ironheart? Granted, we have no, pro- we've seen some promotional pictures here and there. We have no trailer. We have no general premise or anything of that nature. We just have some photos and what we just saw in Black Panther. For Marvel shows, I don't get excited until I've seen the first episode. Like I'm smart. I just, I'm just like every Marvel show that's come out. I forget about it until it arrives. 
Um, and so, no, I'm not excited, but that's not because of the character. It's just that Marvel shows, I feel like, yeah. you know, it's, you just deal with it when it comes, right? You know? I think of the MCU shows that we've had, the ones that are characters that, like, appeared in the movies first and then got a series to kind of flesh them out have been overall better than the ones with brand new characters uh, that you're just meeting for the first time. So, like, Riri, like, had a significant role in this movie. You got to know more about her. So I think that will make the show better, more interesting, because you have you have some stuff to pull up, pull from with the movie uh, into this character, right? And, you're, and there's, you know, again, kind of like M'Baku, like, she plays a lot of comic relief in this movie. Right? Big she, time. Has, she has a lot of good quips and stuff, but you also kind of see, like, this character has a high intellect, right? It's very intelligent um, and is is like down is 19 but like ready to fight and like roll right like she fights with wakanda at the very end and like is is there it's there for the for the country so i think it'll be kind of exciting to see that and i think you have some like hints of where the show could go you talk about her like higher higher service for like mit stuff and she even references like oh yeah i've been using this suit there's a whole youtube channel just like me going around in this suit so it's not like a it's not a pure origin story for her, right? Like she's a bit more established than like, like a Miss uh, Marvel, than like a Miss Marvel, right. or even a She-Hulk, or or some of these other characters. And I think uh, our producer asked if the show is going to take place before or after. I don't think the details of that show of that have been announced, but I would imagine it's after. I think it would be. It'd be weird to go backwards. Yeah, because you kind of know, like, especially you know she, where she's going. She's in this movie a lot, right? And so it would be weird for you to build up. This whole that. movie's her fault. Is she a young Avenger? She can be. She can be, yes. <laughs> yes, she is. Are the young Avengers and the Thunderbolts about to face off in the greatest battle Earth has ever seen? That would be, be surprised if that's how they did the young Avengers. I, 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 I think we're getting that impression, right? Christian, that would basically be up. millennials versus Gen Z. <laughs> I know. Wait. Yeah, uh, right, it would work age-wise. Yeah, no, I think you're it right. Would, yeah, I'm right. Is yeah. Sebastian Stan a millennial? He, he is, right? Well, technically, he was born in the 40s, so he's whatever that is. <laughs> oh, 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 that's a, he's the greatest generation. Like, yes. he's, yeah, he's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a no. <laughs> the boomers are the, the chil- greatest generation, the children of the, the children of that generation, yeah. So he's the father of the boomers. So real quick, speak, speaking of, like, things to come, you know, we're obviously we know that Ironheart is coming at some point in... 2023 is the next year after 22 yeah that's how math works um what do you guys think is going to happen you know let's start with like black panther wise is there going to be a black panther 3 you think and or do you just rebrand it as something entirely new and or where do we see any of these characters again going forward first this one this this one might be a little safe, but you know, one thing we didn't talk about with Okoye and the new character Nika is they get suits at the end of the thing and they become the Midnight Angels. There's been rumored for a few years that there's a Wakanda Disney Plus show coming. I think that's the the Disney Plus show, the Midnight Angels. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think that might be the next thing we see with the main Wakandan characters, or are those two specifically in like a, a Disney Plus show? Because uh, Okoye is not part of the Dormilage anymore. It doesn't seem like she's going back. She got fired. Uh, it also seems like Anika is no longer part of the Dormilage either. Um, so it'll, I, I think like those two will kind of go off and do their own thing. That would be kind of fun to like explore more of Wakanda. I would kind of hope that it would be a weird kind of crime drama. 
not like Law and Order, but I get Law and Order vibes that takes place in Wakanda. That would be really cool, actually. Yeah, actually, uh, let's let's do that. Do uh, that. Uh, so we, me, me, and our producer Lerman were joking before the pod, but I'd love to see like Okoye. I'm sorry, Mbaku become like the head of like the Wakandan like police force, and it's like uh, so it's like it's like cops, but Wakanda, you know, like Wakanda cops, and it's Mbaku like you know just running this division. Well, real quick, the I mean, end, the good. ending of the movie, right? They're having the celebration. Shuri's supposed to come. Mbaku shows up instead and says, "I want to challenge for the throne." Oh yeah, and then we don't. Do you guys interpret that as he is now the king of Wakanda? No, I interpret that more as. Kind yeah, like standing in essentially for her, and or we're not following the traditions that we've been following. We're gonna change things up. Yeah, where she is the Black Panther, but she's not queen. But she's not necessarily queen because mm. they even say multiple times the princess yep. is coming, etc., yep. etc. Granted, that could also just be a we haven't in our brains adjusted titles yeah. and da 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 da. And, and then um, Nakia says near the end of the movie, like. You have a home here in, in Haiti. And she ends up there. Now, we don't know how long she's going to stay, but she could stay there for a while. She could be like, you know what? I'm going to be the Black Panther. I'm going to help out different parts of the world, be a more global icon instead of just for Wakanda. And then, Mbaku, you lead the people while I'm gone. That would be really interesting. So, like, Wakanda is screwed. And right when they need the Black Panther most, she disappeared like the last airbender. Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. Way of water. Book of water. I think, James Cameron. I think either way, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the family that's been kind of, you know, helping out and running Wakanda is definitely broken, right? There's only one person. There's a secret child, yeah. right, that the queen knew about that, you know, never told. So if, if you probably didn't catch us when you saw it, but when the queen visits the school, the kid is there. Uh, he's he's the, the uh, T'Challa, the kid, is the one that sees her. She's holding the two hands of other kids, and he's the one in front leading her to um, Nikita. Oh, that's awesome. That's, so that's, I that's when the that. I, I think that's when the, what Nakia is mentioning of, like, she met him, but she didn't, right. didn't necessarily know about him. Because if she did, you'd think there'd be a little bit more bonding than there was in that moment. It's a little messed up, but you know, I'm not going to lie. It's a little messed up, because like, that's her, her grandkid. I, I got, like... I got like real hard, like for a moment, like Game of Thrones vibes. Like, oh no, she's gonna have to kill her nephew to keep the throne. But I'm like, she's not even thinking that way. So, <laughs> no, obviously not. not. Obviously not. not. But like for a moment, I was like, she was like looking really sad. She was like, look, like looking like shocked. And I was like, oh no, there's a challenger to the throne of Wakanda. It's very obvious though. She doesn't want the throne. No, she right. she's a scientist. I yeah. I, I'm glad they didn't change her character to. Because in the first movie, again, we talked about this. Like, she was very much comic relief. She was very much like smart and science and sassy, and didn't agree with a lot of the traditions and the ancestral stuff. And she didn't even believe in that stuff. Right? Yeah. So I'm glad they didn't be like, I'm gonna. She's science. This whole yeah. Thing. Yeah. They they made it kind of work with like I took on the mantle for specific for revenge, uh, but I'm not I'm not here to lead. Yeah, I'm not gonna lead you up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it makes sense that Mbaku like ends up taking over and and ruling. For the time being and i think everything is set up that in maybe 15 years you know new t'challa or well maybe sooner right like we could know, be sooner yeah we know secret wars is coming which right. is going to deal with multiverses now there's no reason to say like i'm t'challa black panther you know king t'challa's son with a new actor played right and again like 
we saw the Ant-Man trailer in front of this movie, and it got me thinking again, like, especially with the Quantum Mania or the Quantum Realm specifically, when they go in and out, there's time differences. Right. Like, could we be in, could we have, like, another time jump for the MCU? We could. Just because they need, like, characters they, to age up real quick. Potentially. I mean, it wouldn't, it would, I, how would you feel if Paul Rudd as Ant-Man comes down, it's like 2040? No, no. Well, well, what if what if Phase Five is in a certain time period, and then all of Phase Six is another time period? And what I mean by that is Phase Five is twenty years into the future when Paul Rudd or um, Ant Man jumps out. Sure. And we are now twenty years in the future. And we're dealing with all of that, and then Phase Six will be this is what happened in those twenty years, and then we wrap it all up or whatever. That'd be a little strange. confusing as hell. Yeah. It'd be a little that would doc- make me feel be a little Doctor Strange. That's not what is that? That's Twilight Zone? That's Twilight, Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Yeah, I don't know why you know, calling yeah. Twilight Zone. It could work. Christian, what's your bold prediction for the future? He already had it. I think oh, yeah, I think head of the police force? No, 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 no. I think uh I think Val, Wolverine, Adamantium um, that's how I think that's how the U.S. That's how she positions the U.S. to become a power that can rival Wakanda. I think them leaving Wakanda isolated and friendless is gonna have major implications, and that's gonna it, and it's gonna give Val more power. It's like Wakanda's not our ally, and that's gonna give her government backing. Uh, the fact that we have uh, Wolverine appearing um in the next deadpool movie the fact that we have thunderbolts the fact that we have young avengers all coalescing um, uh, there's been no official young avengers has there no. but like we know we know it's very we obvious know. It's yeah coming it's with all the young yeah avenger it's like it's like an it's, it's an unofficial official announcement that it gotcha. is but, coming. Uh, well there is one thing we are forgetting which is actually coming way sooner than all of these uh which has a character within wakanda forever who will pr- prominently feature that is Secret Invasion oh, with wait. Everett Ross. You know, Everett Ross is in that show. He's one of the lead stars. And where we believe him in this movie is he's on the run from his government. And so and that, his ex-wife. And his ex-wife. And his ex-wife. Who wants to jump on his Peloton. That was the dumbest line I think that's ever been written in the history of words. No, I, that wasn't the dumbest line. That is like, the dumbest line. It, honestly, it was, it was a very Marvel Is line. Peloton even going to be there. a company in five years? They just laid off like half their force again. Every major corporation in the U.S. is like laying off people. That's right very now, true. So. By the way, Krishna, real quick, Krishna, uh, I hate to do this live on a podcast, but we have layoffs that wasn't good. And, uh, we can't pay your salary anymore. So Get out of my apartment. But, but I think, again, we're talking about the geopolitical nature of the MCU. Secret Invasion is very geopolitical, right? It's about how this whole entire species has invaded Earth and taken over people. And I think we're finally going to see some of Wait, that. Wait, do you think off. any of the characters that we saw in Black Panther were gone question. forever are not who they say to be? Like is Mbaku maybe? No, no, not, not Mbaku. Not Mbaku. Mbaku hey, needs to what be Mbaku. What about Val? No, I, Val, Val was a little different no. from what we've seen of Val in the other snippets. She seemed a little bit more level-headed. Val, Val works better if she's human, I think, because you want Val seems to represent like or she's never some of the worst parts of humanity. Right. So it's like if you make her an alien, it's like well now you're scapegoating what she's done into like an alien species. Yeah, I mean, put it this way. We won't put it past Disney to make her scroll, but I hope they don't. Because that would weaken the character. They did. <laughs> yeah, plot twist. They did. They're all scrolls. Um, 
That, that's a good question, though. I, yeah. I would be curious. I uh, think for, for my bowl prediction, I'm going to go kind of super safe here just because. No, don't do safe. Well, I f- it was so oh, dangerous. Okay, yeah. fine. I don't think we see a movie titled Black Panther until towards the end of phase six. So that pushes us primarily, probably in like 2025, in a 2025, 2026 era. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Well. Compared to like how, because the first one came out in 2018. Yeah. And now we're four years later. So, yeah, I, th- I don't think we see it for, for, for a good amount of time. I don't think you see any of these sequels, like, anytime soon. Yeah. Right? Because the slate, the production is, is pretty quick. The only movies that get quick sequels are the Spider-Man movies because Sony was able to call the shots of when those movies dropped. Right. Right. Well, also, they're in a time crunch is. where they have to yeah, you they, know, put out X amount of movies. I mean, they pump those movies out every two years. Which is insane. So. Well, uh... uh just real quick, speaking of like Spider Man, um, what was the trailer that we saw that had the Eminem song? Because I felt betrayed. Shazam. I thought, yeah, I felt betrayed. Let's I thought Eminem. Business. I thought Eminem was a Venom uh, artist, and to, to see his, hear his voice appearing in Shazam, okay, which is a DC thing. I gotta Warner say, Brothers. The remix of uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road to the Ant Man trailer. Mm. Oh, brilliant! Oh, so amazing. good. Well no, done. Amazing. For, so good. Real, real, you know, before before I ask like yes. the, the the big question and and we kind of rank these in terms of uh, MCU Phase Four, does this is this movie better than the initial trailer that came out for Wakanda Forever? Because a lot of times with the MCU, you know, definitely I would say the first Avengers film, um, Thor two even like they had really good trailers. X Men Three: The Last Stand. Yeah, great trailers, but then the movies were just big piles. Of that food. movie was true. Dumb. Uh, but is this movie better than the trailer? Equal? Lesser? What do you think? This is better than the trailer. This movie's better than the trailer. The trailer's really good, but this is a good movie. Nice. I saw the trailer once and I forgot about it. Oh, wow. So I cannot you compare. about the trailer. Because I really didn't want to watch it. It was like it. a weird mix of Bob Marley and Kendrick Lamar. and It's great. It's I good. mean, that sounds awesome. But yeah, it's I, really I, I... So to be honest, I'm getting into a place where I try to avoid too many trailers and teasers. That's smart. Unless you guys are like, we need to react to this or you need to watch it because uh, we're doing a pod or something. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. yeah. No comment. And then my other question that I had, because we were talking about this before, you know, Black Panther, the first, you know, the first one had an amazing, wonderful, great soundtrack. Oh, great question. Mm. This soundtrack is also wonderful, great. I was asking Krishna before, like, oh, is this better, worse than whatever? And... It's hard I, to compare the two because right. this one's so much more somber. Correct. Like the other one's like a. a tr- well, Krisha, tell Arjuna where where do you listen to the first Black Panther mostly? So I, I I have seventy five percent of like the Black Panther soundtrack on my workout playlist because okay, it's a pump up. It's, like, it's a different. Right. Yeah, it's exactly. a different vibe. And this is a different yeah. vibe. This is like when you want to be sad. sad. sad this is when you want to be in the bathtub alone, naked, and drinking whiskey. No. <laughs> no. Just me. Um, yes. No, no, you're no, you're right. Like, uh, yeah, the soundtrack was, I the music whenever, whenever Namor and his people came Namor. on, I was like the music that they played. It was real quick, real quick. Shout out to Marvel, but like the first truly terrifying. I don't know if terrifying is the right word, but the truly scary scene when they you see their heads pop out of the water. Oh, freaky! Oh, I was that. like, and they start singing, and then people just throwing themselves off the ship. I was like, that was hard. I so, was like, so oh my quick. goodness. So we say real quick a lot. Yeah. And then we are not. So, 
So here's a little here's a little tidbit. Ravi sat next to me in the theater, and everybody went to the bathroom. And there was only Ravi and I there, and he was asking me some like some questions, and they were mostly silly. But one question Ravi asked me was, he saw a horror movie called Smile recently. Oh, that's right. And he's like, is something that's like right. he's like he's like is Smile in it? Or he's like, a it's smile a Smile demon. creature? And yeah. I was like, no, kind of. but in terms of like the people yeah. being possessed and then like you doing know, something, doing something, yeah. Oh man, and I like they didn't overdo it. It was done twice in yeah. the movie, yeah. and that made it so much more effective. And also, like they're singing, it was, it was yeah, like sirens, exactly like Greek mythology, like just you know pulling people. It's like all of a sudden they're in a trance, and they just oh, it was so well done. So speaking of villains, when the first Black Panther came out, everyone talked about Killmonger being one of the best MCU villains, villains ever. Ever. Namor. Where would you put? Namor on the whole MCU rankings, and is he better than Killmonger? Is he a more effective villain? I mean, my number one villain is obviously Thanos. My number two villain is the one, um, the Purple Man, okay. Kilgrave. Thanos. Kilgrave. Kilgrave. For David Tennant. Because Kilgrave just comes from a place of oh, deep yeah. sadness, and then he's just so fucked up in the head. He's real horrible. He was great. Yeah. He was. I, great. I, I hate to say, it, but I do feel like Killmonger makes more sense as a villain. Than Namor. Well, Namor is clearly well. He's a uh, an antihero. Right. right? He's and not full Killmonger, Killgrave. Sure. Wow, a lot of kills. Uh, Thanos. But he is like, a villain. Level. He's also just infinitely more charming than Killmonger. He's yeah, great. that's why he's better. Uh, one of my one of my other favorite moments in the movie is when Shuri's like, "I'd like to visit," and he's like, "You could go in that right now, and you would click, crush you'd by be the pressure and quickly." And he's like, "Oh, you could wear a suit." We have a, he's like, we have, we have a few. He was like, we have a few. <laughs> it's like looking around like, where are they? I wonder how they got those suits yeah. from. Oh, wait, it's from the beginning of the movie. When they murdered people. <laughs> they murdered the people that were in them. How do you feel about wearing a dead person? Uh, well, know that I think Namor is people. definitely a top five MCU. Yes. I, he might be top three. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I can put He's a top him. MCU performance. Yeah. More than a top MCU villain. Wow, that makes sense. Because oh, you don't you don't want to classify him as a villain. Well, is that why? I mean, he's he's certainly a villain in this movie, right? He's certainly yes. he, he is certainly you know I think a lot of a lot, there was a lot of speculation of like, is he going to be the villain in this movie? Is there going to be like a secret villain where they team up, right? And that was not the case. He was. I heard a rumor. Somebody thought that uh, Doctor Doom was going to show up. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, and I, you know, I, I I do think that would have been cool. But I am glad they kind of stuck with him being the guy, right? Instead of him kind of being sidelined for somebody else. Uh, no, I, I think that's great because, like, if there was another villain, like, let's say somehow Doctor Doom showed up, then the problem is there's not enough screen time for everything that's sure. happening. Sure. Like, if you wanted to do that justice, then. It has to be a four-hour movie, and or you cut Namor. You have to have yeah, a pee break no, no or more. three in the film because Ryan Coogler's first script was three hundred pages. That's insane. That's crazy. Wait, that is a five-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, <that's insane. laughs> if you know, it, it, script pages but, usually but, but, one but, minute. But apparently, per page. Uh, apparently he writes like he writes everything down and then smart he cuts, he cuts and he cuts it, it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He writes every single idea and thought he has and makes it as long as the out. longest yeah. version. And then Cut the what out? Who who wants to go first with a question? Who hasn't done it first in a I've while? I haven't done it first in a while. You did it last pod. Oh, okay. I haven't done it first. All right, then you go first. But but don't don't you don't tell us who you're gonna pick. Tashana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Ravi. Yes, Krishna. 
Was Black Panther Wakanda Forever good? If the pacing of the film had stayed what it was at the first half of the film, I would be saying no. The fact that it changed, mm. the fact that they kind of flipped my expectations with showing Killmonger and going down the vengeance path definitely changed my views on the film. And yes, it was a good film. Will I see this again? 100% I'll see this film again too. Like, it is... Everyone has said, this is the best MCU Phase 4 film. They are a thousand percent correct. But will you see it in 4D? Fuck no, I don't want to get wet. <laughs> there is a lot of water. There's a shit ton of water. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Would the underwater scenes just be... Just pouring buckets of water on you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're out that's, of water. Got some that's, more in there. That's Pause hilarious. the movie. Wait, wait. It's wait, like the, the crucial... The, the, four, the, 4D, the 4D experience would have to be on a water ride. Just a, a, sl- a water slide that what just is it, water, the water world ride at Universal Studios that they or the yes. experience yeah, where they have yeah. Like that, yeah yeah you have to shoot the, do it there. Uh, Arjuna was Wakanda forever. Good. It was good, uh, emotional, um, and uh, yeah, very emotional. Just a just a very emotional journey. Uh, not a perfect movie. As uh, you know, we've discussed some of the flaws here for sure, but I think it was the one. I think with all of the circumstances around this movie, all of the all of the challenges that it had with losing Chadwick Boseman, with production just issues, doing, just doing the movie itself, right? This was the best version of the movie they they made, I think, or as close right, close to it as as good as it. Yeah. Could have been with also all the adding, challenges. Also, you know, I, I, I also adding in the Disney factor, too, of, like, you got to drop in yeah. this hint and this, you know, all that stuff. I, I'd be so part. curious, like, the initial script that Ryan Coogler pitched where he didn't have all the setups that were needed. Sure. Right? Like, I would imagine there was no Ironheart. I would imagine the Val stuff isn't really in there. I would imagine... I don't know. It feels three hundred pages. It might have been the entire rest of the phase six. You know, phase I feel. Five. I feel like if if it was just if they said Ryan, do what makes sense, and he wrote those three hundred pages. I think it's just primarily Wakanda centric, and the rest of the world doesn't even necessarily happen the way that we saw. Uh, Letitia Wright had an interview where she talked about she had heard that Coogler had called Chadwick Boseman before he died. Uh, with the first draft of the script before he turned it into Disney, right? Before we got the studio notes. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to wait. You know, I don't want to like influence you or the studio before that's done. And then he passed away a few weeks later, but you know, very sad. Um, you know, and it, it makes sense to you know, about was near the end of his life. But I thought what was interesting about that was, you know, with the first draft and then the studio notes, and then there's the second draft. And so it does bring up the question of what does the studio add and what are the things that they're like, or do that, you know, and I'm sure there's part of this too, where the studio's like, we need you to add in X, Y, and Z. Like with Dr. Strange was there like, you need to add in um, the Illuminati, right? Like that has to be a part of this movie. You have to make it work. I, w- I would hope a studio like Dizzy would know you got to give those notes to the director and or writer before they start writing. Right. right? For sure. I would hope. But I think there's also it's like you write a script. No, okay, now put these things in. But there's also but there's also other changes happening in the background that 
the Kevin studio, Feige. Well, you know, I mean, there are other things happening. There's other, like shifting of productions, and changes in schedules, etc. Release things Release that are being released. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you have to change stuff. Because Sometimes, like like do- Doctor Strange. Like the, I think this is the best way to kind of like to 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 explain it. Doctor Strange is very much. It, there's the movie. And then they had the sponsored pieces. So if you ever watched like a YouTube video, yeah. hey, shout out to our sponsor, and they have to do a sponsor read, right? It's very much, you know, unnatural, doesn't feel like part of the whole YouTube video, whatever, and whatever. And and, and Doctor Strange is very much that. While this movie, they did a better job where it felt a little bit more seamless. Integrated. Integrated better. Like those, those podcasters that did their ad read with um uh there was the recent one they, they these podcasts that they do a, a table podcast outside on the street and they did like an ad read and it was very like flawless. very seamless yeah. yeah it was about the chairs that they were sitting on yes mm-hmm. and they're just like oh yeah these chairs by blah blah, blah. It, it didn't feel like a weird ad read which was cool anyway Damn. side note krishna was black panther wakanda forever good yes it was the i think i think namor and uh, his people um, I thought that was really good. Uh, that might be like the best depiction of like an antagonistic force we've seen in Marvel. You know, I think like uh, we've always heard the that. didn't do it for you in Avengers. No, uh, we we've always um, heard or said that Marvel has like a villain problem, and you know, it's like they got a couple lines here that the big bad, the motivations are surface level. Um, you know, at least with Namor. Also, shout out to the kid who played young Namor. He was truly dead-eyed, like he was. Oh. He he was phenomenal. Like he like that kid, like coming onto the beach and like leading his people to bury his mother. I was like, they cast that perfectly. I was like, that kid's terrifying. Here's a question uh, that you said that's interesting, or it's something you referenced of the MCU having a, mar- a villain problem. They did. They did. Yeah, They've gotten better. They've I would gotten say- better. You know, with all of the all of the Compared bad to where they press were. that Phase Four has taken, right? All the lumps and hits. Would you say Phase Four has the best lineup of villains across movies? Wait, who are the villains? Right, let's go you through have, it. I guess that answers it. You have the da- you have the Shang Chi's dad. Oh yeah. In, uh, oh, yeah. in Shang Chi, uh, in Eternals, you have um, Godhead. Yeah, you have. Uh, uh, oh, Arishem. No. No, the the villain. No, the villain would be. No, Stark, the, the Stark, Rob Stark, Rob yeah. Stark, Rob Stark's yeah. the uh, villain. He he he's bad. he he was like, he was great, yeah. Uh, Spider Man, you have the Green Goblin. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Willem Dafoe, shout out. Doctor Strange, you have Wanda. Pretty good villain because it was someone that it was somewhat relatable slash learned to hate. She had a lot of movies Thor, to build up. Or you had uh, Christian Bale as uh, Jesus. Uh, Gore I would God. say that he uh, was. I the think. I think in Phase Four. Gore. Gore. Yeah. No, get, Ravi. Thor, Love and Thunder would have been a top Marvel movie if he had been given more screen time. Exactly, but he wasn't. And more motivation. So therefore, no. he's not a good villain. That's like, uh, that's, you're playing the what if game. Like, yeah, that His depiction work. was, no, no. That doesn't work. He was and a great villain. Namor, he would have been a better villain with more screen time. Sure. That's but, how good he was. But he did it. They didn't give it. They didn't give enough back and substance to him. So therefore, he's not yes, a good did. character. He did. He did more in the ten minutes of flashback for his villain yeah. origin story than any other villain in Mo- up the movie until that starts point. With for him Marvel, and it's arguably the best part of the movie. 
It's the best part of the movie. And You're 100 right, but that movie's also just <laughs> Thor. I honestly forgot Thor: Love and Thunder happened. We're gonna get to. Uh, I mean, we can wait. We're about. It. We're about to do yeah, it. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's rank it. all of the MCU Phase Four movies. Right. They are starting in, and this is all in order of release: Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man: No Way Home, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Uh, Who wants to go first? I mean, I'll go first. And start with your best, best to best to worst, best to worst. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with Spider-Man: No Way Home for my best. I think it's still, uh, I'm still gonna just put it. I'm, I'm put it at the top. It's, it was a great experience. Um, Jesus, second. I might. I put. Can I put everything else second, and then Black Widow's last? <laughs> Like honestly, can can I do that? Would you? Yeah, it's, it's your ranking. So yeah, you're not putting like Black Panther above anything or like Shang Chi. Like there's nothing. Everything else is all the same to you. Blended together. I mean, here's the bigger question. They I all all of those movies had things I loved, well, here, and they also had all of those movies but, had things that me, I didn't. Let love. me help you rank them. Let me help you. Let me. Yeah, yeah. I, and then Black Widow's the worst. And then Black Widow's the worst. Let me explain something. Easy. How many of these films have you seen more than once? I've only seen all of these movies once. Then that. Kind of speaks for itself. Then he's right. They're best, the rest, they're, they're, and then the worst. That's too, that's too easy. You gotta, you gotta, you know. right, But the fine. fact, but, Chris, but, Arjun, but hold on. But the fact, the fact, the fact that he did not see any of the other ones a second time, even though they're available for free for him to watch or go see again in theater. Second movie watcher guy. Man. Sure, but then that means that they Unless didn't. Top they didn't rank, you know, <laughs> that well. That I've well. seen it three times. Uh, if it's Top Gun or Interstellar, I've seen Interstellar like fifteen oh, times. Yeah. Think about where uh, Krishna like, lives. I watch it like four it times a sense. year. You love, you love movies where like people are being put to their physical limits in aeronautics. Yeah, it's called compelling drama. <laughs> I like that in my movies. Yeah. There's a movie coming out with uh, with uh, Jonathan Majors called Devotion, which is another flying movie. Oh, yeah. No, I, oh, God. I'm very excited. And Clint, to Clint Powell's in it. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's, it's Top Gun 2. I'm like, no, this is very different than that. <laughs> it's the prequel. Very to Top yeah, Gun. it's the prequel. It's got a lot of um, racism in yeah, it. It's based I, I, off real events. I will say this then. I think I'll put Spider-Man. Can I do tiers? Sure. So like Spider-Man No Way Home is like tier one. Tier two, I think I would put... Um, I feel bad for our producer. <laughs> writing all of this out. Oh, oh. oh. You don't, you don't oh, need okay. to write this out. Uh, I think I would... I think, I, I think like uh, tier two would be like... I think I would do Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Eternals. Tier three, I would do Shang-Chi... Tier four, multiverse of madness. I guess I am just ranking these now. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then uh, I think I'll do Thor, Love and Thunder, and then Black Widow. I think, are we all universally saying that Black Widow is the worst one? Uh, it, uh, unquestionable. Uh, no, I have a different worst. But I have. There's well, there's reasons. a reason. There's a scientific there's, there's, reason. Oh. Science behind You have a physical yeah, symptom. Well, can, can I ask, has anyone seen Black Widow more than once? I no. I and I never okay. will. Okay. Uh, Arjuna, let's let's hear your ranking then. Okay, we'll save the best for last. Who's that? Me. Me. Thor, Love and Thunder. That's the best for last. Yeah. Okay, I would say for me, number one, Black Panther. Number two, Spider Man. Number three, Chang Chi. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you going for four then? Yeah, we're going for four here. You've got, you've now got. Now it gets difficult. You got, Doctor, <laughs> you got Doctor Strange, Eternals. Well, you can't say Eternals. That's the last. Black Widow, uh, and then Thor: Love and Thunder. 
So just do a tier three. That they're all lumped together. No. Like, like I said, so phase four. I, why not? Phase four is like a big lumpy mess. Right. It really is a big lumpy yeah. mess. Which say, is not bad. It's entertaining. Phase four was so entertaining. Yeah. I feel like Absolutely. also phase four. Like, like I said, I, I, I lo- there are things in every movie that I loved. I also feel like phase four as a whole was not for the hardcore YouTuber Marvel fan. Right? Because you had things coming out like Miss Marvel, which was not. Miss Marvel is not for like you and I. At the end of the day, it was not made. We loved it though. We loved it, which is great, but it was we are not the target audience, and that's okay. I think and there's we are. a lot of Marvel We're content. Out of the target audience. Yeah, which is fine. I'm fine with that. We need to see growth. We need to see different things. We also need to ourselves find things that are not, not the same thing. Yeah. No, I'm not saying we don't need to find Marvel. It's just Phase Four is the most accessible. I think. Is it time for to us to graduate into DC? Yeah, we we're old enough now for DC stuff. I would say for me, four would be Thor, Love and Thunder. Right, would be Thor. Yes, would be four. Yeah. Oh, oh. gotcha. Then, then, then Thor would be I'll Thor. Go, I'll go Black Widow. Okay. Doctor what? Strange. Whoa. And then Eternals. Okay. Wow, that okay. is a list. How are you putting Black Widow above? Uh, well, no. Wait, what did you put under it? Doctor Strange and Eternals. Oh, interesting. Well, okay, so again, we, we've brought this up multiple times. Arjuna, I mean, it makes sense that Eternals will be the worst one for Arjuna's because the movie have killed excuse. him almost twice. Yeah, yeah okay. twice. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. yeah. So I would be going against myself. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Actually, yeah. you can get a migraine right now if you put it any higher than last. We should totally watch it and see if it happens if again. If I take the migraine out, it probably wouldn't be last. That's fair. But it caused you physical it, harm. It did. Yeah. yeah it did. No, that's fair. And I'm glad you have the awareness the to say I'd honestly that. probably put it in the middle. I respect you for that. Uh, yeah, I respect that. Yeah. So mine, my my. So I've I you know I'll preface this. I have not seen the only movie that I've seen more than once was Spider Man No Way No Way Home. I saw it twice. Oh, I did see that twice. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I'm definitely gonna see a second time. Um, obviously, like you know, we're out here. I you know, Lauren's not here and she didn't see it with us. Just like Sahara didn't see it with us. Um, usually, when I see a movie myself and Lauren doesn't see it. We just won't see the film because she's not big into what movies or whatever. I will definitely make her go see this because I think Black Panther is just that good. Right. And it gives you such a great emotional ride or whatever. Um, and because of that, obviously Black Panther is number one. Spider-Man No Way Home, again, another emotional gut punch. It made me sit there and think, and I hate that. Thinking feel, stu- is, feel stuff? Thinking and feeling is stupid. Stupid. Yeah. That's, um, and that's why they—that's why you're t- they're your top. That's one. why they're my top two I hate films. It. That's why I love. I them. hate it. Fucking hate it. Um, and then I think Shang Chi definitely third because it was a even though it was like a, on the surface it was a typical action Marvel movie. It was different enough. It it it, it explored something that I'm not familiar with, which was nice. It was a nice kind of, you know, it was. And it also, you know, the villain being his father and everything was was something different. He was really good, and he was really really good. Really good. So that make that makes it third, and then kind of after that, <laughs> movies happened. Things uh, happened. We did. We got an interesting question here again from Low Life. Quick question, all of you: Name what you would consider a perfect movie. Does not have to be your favorite movie, but what would you consider a perfect? The signs. Interstellar. Nothing. Wait, so we got some Nolan stuff in here. And then an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Shyamalan and Ding Dong. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. And I only uh, say, I I only say Signs is perfect too. because I had to explore it so many times for various film classes. 
and really break down why does this script work? Why is this cinematography? Science? Work? Yeah, because I picked it because it was like my oh, main I got you, I got you. thesis, if you will, because yeah. it does work on so many levels. I, I'll add one more movie to that. It's a, it's another Ryan Coogler movie, Creed. Yeah. Creed to me is what again it's probably it's not I, I don't it's one of my favorites but I, I just think it's also like a very perfect movie right um, that I just enjoy immensely I mean I love Creed <laughs> God. our producer says something really uh, dumb pre- yeah producer said tenant he said tenant um, it's controversial tenant. not tenant it's not tenant it's tenant tenant that's what I said someone said tenant I said tenant <laughs> David tenant. David movie. Tennant, the movie. It's Tennant. That's a perfect movie. I would watch a movie about David Tennant being a tenant. Do you guys ever see being, being John Malkovich? Yes. It's, yes. A, it's the strangest movie I've ever seen. Dumb. I hate it too. I hate it. Because I didn't get it. And it was like trying too hard. I w- had never been high when I uh, saw that movie, but having, you know. You were high? No, but now oh. having been high before, that is the closest experience of not ingesting drugs, of getting too highness. <laughs> I got you've not, you've never been high? No, 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 no when no. I saw that movie, I had never been high. I was going to say, I've seen you high. <laughs> and now I have been high. That movie stimulates being high yeah. pretty well. Ajuna says, Makes sense. watching that movie is like being high without also having a to ingest drugs. Oh, yeah. fuck that movie. <laughs> that movie was stupid. But it made me feel weird. <laughs> because because your eyes were cross eyes by hurt. the end. You're like, yeah, ah. I'm surprised that movie didn't give you a migraine. It would today. Uh, agreed, agreed. For reals. Also, Eternal. Matrix, <laughs> might, Matrix <laughs> might be a perfect movie. The first one. Yeah. The, the, first, the first Matrix, Matrix might yeah. be a perfect first movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. The fourth Matrix movie might be the most imperfect Guys, movie I've ever seen. Batman vs. Superman. Perfect movie. For me to poop on. And on that note, I'm going to close the damn podcast out because... Whenever one of us says something insane, we know that's the end. Time for really. us to go. And with that, that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good. Thank you for you know tuning in, listening. As always, you can find our podcast in full on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash wasitgood. Follow us on uh, Twitter at wasitgood. We're verified because we're idiots and we paid Elon. Uh, actually, no, I paid Elon. I'm getting sidetracked here. Also, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at wasitgoodpod. Our next pod will be next week. No idea what it is because somebody didn't put it in here. Well, so we, we haven't decided. It's going to potentially be a What's movie. A mystery. It could be devotion. It could be. Uh, it could be a barbarian. It could be that B.J. Novak movie. Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah, but you have to tune in to find out. You got to tune in to find out. You got to tune in. To find and out. finally, also check our website out. Was it good? Info. Beyond that, goodbye.